broken and beaten, our heroes are scattered. Lost and alone, their hopes are all tattered. Their home has been conquered, but their fight is not done. They must mount a strong defense while still on the run. Their task will be hard, but still they must try. So sit back and observe. The Beholder's Eye! One, two, one, two, three, four. Swifty, it's early one morning. Uh, it's it's been about three four days since uh, Chirp's resurrection, and you went on that whole fun journey. And uh, Penny walks into your room early one morning and nods to Douglas. And Penny <laughs> she says, <laughs> "Penny, we need to talk." She says, "Uh, yes, we." We do need to talk, but... I have I, been working for weeks, and I have not been paid. You pay me now. I mean, you do realize this is like a guerrilla resistance movement. We're in a time of war. Most I of once our saw a gorilla, and I ate it. You pay me now. Well, I, I... Okay, I'll tell you what, Swifty. I got a mission for you right now. When you come back from that mission, I'll have some payment for you. How okay, does that and I keep all of these spoils. Okay. Wait, that sounds acceptable. All right, come with me. We're going to go uh we're going to go get lazy and I'm going to take you to the briefing room, okay? Is Douglas around me? Oh, Douglas is always around you. Okay, I'm like, "Douglas, come on. We be brief." He nods. Penny leads you down the hallway to Lazy's quarters and uh, Lazy, there's a knock at your door. Hello. Swings open and Penny and Swifty and Douglas are standing there. <laughs> and Penny says, Lazy, good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Um, I've got a, we've got a mission. Um, Have you been paid? No, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> and we, she, we have different priorities. Definitely. And he looks over her shoulder at you, Swifty, and he's, she's just like, see, this is this is a good soldier. And I arch an eyebrow at her. Like, I am not. Uh, well, says, I'm ready right. to go, yeah. Oh, perfect. I just start Let's following go. her and listen to what she has to say. So uh, Penny leads you down to one of the briefing rooms, and as she opens the door, you see that somebody's already in there waiting for you, and I... As the door swings open, uh, you see that somebody's already waiting in there for you, um, and you see? You see an older halfling woman. Uh, she has her graying brownish hair tied up in a long braid and a very crisply starched, uh, what might look sort of like a washerwoman's um dress on uh and she is she is sitting there uh legs dangling off the chair um restringing a 
small hand crossbow that she slips back up into her sleeve as she sees you enter the room. Okay, so uh, Penny leads Lazy and Swifty into the room uh, and kind of waves them into the room and says, this is Alba Featherbottom. She'll be joining us on, well, joining you on your mission today. Um, I've got to go get somebody else that's going to be joining us. Uh, Why don't you three come in and uh, make yourselves comfortable and introduce yourselves to Alba. I'll be right back. Is it Alba or Elba? Alba. Swifty walks over, or not Swifty, excuse me. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me what to do, Lazy. <laughs> Lazy walks over and introduces herself. Um, Hi, my name's Lazy. Do you know anything about the mission that's going down? I haven't been told much, but it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I'm just glaring at you, and I say very curtly, I am Swifty, and this is Douglas. Uh, Douglas gives you a deep bow, and the uh, the branches on the top of his head kind of shake a little bit as he does, and he lifts back up, and as he does, you notice that he has a small yellow canary that has made a, a nest in his branches. That is bird person. He is my bird person. Well... It's a pleasure, I do believe. Um, Douglas, Swifty, bird person. Where do you come from, little bottom of the feathers? Yeah, Swift, oh, Swifty oh, has no problem asking awkward questions. Go to Barry here. Uh, They're really hard to play off of. You understand my struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, you're sitting in your room. It's early morning, and... Uh, your door just immediately swings open as Penny strides right into the room and says, Barry, um, we've got a mission uh, that we're going to need your help on, and things might get a little bit uncomfortable, but... Um, I live in uncomfort. Yeah, I kind of figured you'd say something along those lines. Uh, come with me. We're going to go down to the briefing room. She leads you down the hallway, um, and as you get to the room, you see that the door is already open, and you can hear the voices of uh, Lazy and Swifty and somebody you don't recognize. And as you come in, you see Swifty and Lazy kind of standing next to a halfling that is... uh, female halfling that's sitting on a chair and they're all kind of introducing themselves and and talking with each other and as the two of you come into the room lazy and swifty your your attention is drawn that way and you see a very very different barry than you once knew he looks like he's lost at least 20 to 30 pounds um he has a uh, uh, lot of scars. <laughs> um, Most very- notably the teardrop scar that's going underneath his eye along with uh, a bunch of uh, facial slashes, scars going up and down his arms, and who knows where else as you see on his shirt that they continue past. You also notice that he's missing an eye and now wears a an eye patch 
over that eye and it looks kind of scarred up behind the eye patch and uh, as Barry and Penny walk into the room Penny says now um, Swifty Lazy I know that can we see him yes I would like to pull my dagger and throw it at his patch eye (laughs) okay Uh, make me an attack roll Uh, Barry I want you also to make me an attack roll. With my eye? Yeah. <laughs> Your eye attacks? Yeah, it does. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I didn't write down my eye. I gasp at the fact that Barry is in there. It's a dexterity so yeah. check regardless. Lazy. Um, the <laughs> but this is happening, so I don't really want to react. Is proficiency at three right now or four? Four. So that's going to be a 24. Ooh, that's going to be uh, fucking better uh, than that. <laughs> I don't add anything to it? No, you got dexterity and proficiency. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be better than mine. Plus you. eight. Plus eight. <laughs> 26. Go ahead and roll damage. Nine. Damn. <laughs> it's a good thing you guys leveled up recently. So, uh, yeah, Swifty, you immediately let a dagger fly, and as you do... So I have assassinate. If the enemy hasn't taken <laughs> combat action, you have advantage against. Surprise enemies are also auto critical attacks. Okay. I'm not necessarily surprised I make an attack roll at you also. Yeah, I was oh, gonna uh, say, okay, no, I'm just saying. But we can get gonna, to that. I was just after, gonna throw it out after Penny's just telling Barry what he's about to walk into, I'm sure he's gonna be on edge enough <laughs> to kind of negate that. Um but you, yeah, you let this dagger fly directly at him, and as... That was not my poison dagger, it was just one of my side knives. Okay. Uh, as it gets v- within about a foot of his face, you see his patch push away from his face, and long tentacles reach out and try to swat the dagger away. Uh, oh my god, he's one of them! <laughs> but as as they do, the, the dagger kind of rips up some of the tentacles, and they immediately suck back in, and his, his patch settles back onto his face, uh, and the, the dagger just kind of falls to the floor. Well, I'm glad to see we all Penny, enjoyed our vacation. <laughs> Barry, why do you have tentacle face? I'm glad uh, you asked. Penny says, calm down, calm down. Fuck um, off, P- Penny. This No, uh, this is okay. Uh, this is not okay, Penny. Well, when he we saved Barry, chirp. when we saved Barry, he was possessed. Oh. A possession that you actually helped create there, bud. I didn't kill you. It was supposed to make you tougher. And you went emo. Wrong way, Barry. Penny Wrong says, way. well, look, Tomash has tried to remove the possession from Barry, but unfortunately there were some side effects. And I now put a demon in his head, not tentacles. The possession is stuck in his eye? How can we trust him? He's part of the monster. He's we part can of the- take off his head. It no longer has any connection to his mind. I have full faculties, guys. We cut his face like this. Um, I'll be honest, we've actually used Barry in a few missions. Um, and he's been very trustworthy. Well... I understand your suspicions. That does not raise my trust in you, Penny. I like Penny. I trust Penny. I don't know if I trust Barry with the 
the tentacle eye. Sorry, bud. That's fine. Hey, make a wisdom save. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, nat 20. My wisdom's horrible. 16. 16 fails. I was going to say, that's not going to be enough. Yeah. Uh, Make an attack swing at Lazy. Lazy. Why? Do I get to defend? Do I hear this command? Just like a swipe yeah, with I the command, claws. Yeah, I command you to attack lazy. Just like a swipe with the claws. No, make a full, your best uh, physical attack that you have. Do that. Can I defend myself? I think while this is going on, I'm just, I've pulled some knitting out of my bag and I'm just, uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, roll your attack roll, Adam. I think my best attack is with my rapier because I only have one of my daggers left because one of them was thrown at you. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Rapier would be appropriate. That's what I killed. Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That's a 24 <laughs> there, Lazy. 16 plus 8. Yeah, that's a 24. Yeah, that, that's going to hit me. Uh, roll your damage. <laughs> oh, no. Seven. I'm assuming you're using... Uh, what control person or uh, that is dominate person? Ah, yes, good for a minute. How much was it? Seven, seven. So take seven damage, <laughs> but yeah, lazy. Are you gonna did I do that? that would be. <laughs> are you gonna attack Swifty back or attack well, no? Barry I or? heard that command, yeah. No, so yeah, I'm oh, gonna, yeah. um, I am sorry you were standing there, lazy. While you're looking How for something to do. How far away is he from me? Uh, I'm in the room. I mean, he's like 5'10". Like, you can walk yeah. to me if you want to. Am I still being controlled? Oh, yeah, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're technically, technically we're in, in combat one. for yeah for a moment here. Yeah, this I, is all happening fast. I look at Douglas and blink in Morse code frantically. No, I don't let you do that. <laughs> yeah, I you can, do- you're, you're dominated. dominated. You don't do shit. Uh, Douglas is moving towards Barry, though. Yeah, Life sure. debt. Um, sorry, I was just not prepared to fight right now. <laughs> not prepared. For really? Combat. You kind of should have been. Yeah. What? He threw a knife at me immediately. Uh, Penny, oh, yeah, but I didn't think I was going to be involved. <laughs> yeah. Penny, uh, Penny looks at Barry I, and she says... I look at Barry and I say, Barry, why are you doing this? What is... What's what? the point of this? Penny oh, also has no control of his body, so he attacks whoever the fuck I tell him to. And you and I was commanded to fucking kill Chirp. Does this not make sense? No, I get that. Okay, well then deal with it. I'm dealing. Yeah, Chirp died over a command spell. Chirp is alive now. Yeah, well, sh- I Chirp killed has, her. I know that you killed her, and you were possessed. Are you going to spend your six seconds talking to me? Because you know what? You can't. Yeah, I am. I'm going to try to befriend you. Like, I'm sorry for what happened to you, and I'm sorry that you were possessed. Mm. And I want to fight the common battle. I don't want to fight you. Penny steps in between the two of you and says, Barry, you I need to calm I release concentration on the spell. Perfect. Uh, but she says, you need to calm down. Everybody needs no, to and calm I look down. At, I look at uh, Adam, or I look at Adam's not Swifty. <laughs> I go, did you like that? Did you enjoy that? Is that what you wanted? I wasn't against it. (laughs) 
am. When I, as soon as I hear that, I uh, smack Swifty with my quarter staff. Like, I just. <laughs> this is why I was okay with this. you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Roll damage. No, for sure. I like everybody's taking a little bit of damage. Like, now that you. And Penny, Penny looks at the three of you and says, now that you've All gotten your hits uh, in, he can got we sit down? 14. No, oh, 13. 13, damn. You hit the best. <laughs> you got it right in the shin. Yeah. Can we sit down? I will give you your briefing. You can go on your mission and hopefully learn to trust each other. Look, we are all here for the same reason. We want to take our city back. We want to take our world back. I just want to kill things and get paid. Do you want to do that um, while being a slave? I like a free enterprise. Well, if you want to keep living free, like we need to. With you. We need to do this now. Sit down. No. <laughs> Go stand in the corner. I do. I stand in the corner and I glare at Penny, like and like I put my breath muzzle on and I shuffle through the elements: electricity, <laughs> acid, fire. Penny, now that you guys have kind of settled down for. A second. Uh, Penny says, okay, look, we don't have a lot of time on this. We've got about six hours before we need to get this started. So we're going to start preparing now because it's going to take you a few hours to get there and get ready. What I'm going to have the four of you do, or the five of you, and she looks at Douglas, forgetting that Douglas goes everywhere that Swifty does. Oh, sorry. Forgive me. Alba, I'm sorry you had to see that. I was hoping that... Mm. They would just mm -hmm. act like adults about it. Yes, well, a person is known by the company he keeps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who, which one of us is talking yeah, shit about, but I feel like it's all of us. <laughs> Penny gives you a quizzical look, but and then... I would, yes. I would like to look at uh, Alba and be like, That does not say much for you right now! <laughs> so, okay. Um, we put the... The four of you, five of you on this, because you each have abilities that I believe um, will help in this. We're going to need you guys to to sneak in to what can only be described as some sort of dance club. All right. Our, oh. our intel suggests that this is one of the church's main education centers where are re-education centers where um, they brainwash people into following them through dance apparently I mean sounds like my kind of fucking club we haven't been able to get anyone inside yet virgin that's come back oh so I was kind of hoping Barry you would help take point and instruct everyone else on how to resist being possessed. So the first part, guys, is be an elf because they can't be charmed. <laughs> Not really in my cards. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> Super helpful, Barry. Don't know what else As usual. <laughs> uh, she says, okay, well, uh, what we've, the plan we've put together I would like yes. to pull out an elf's face out of my bag and put it over my face. <laughs> okay. 
Tada! <laughs> she says, the, the plan that we've been able to put together so far, there's a lot of variables that we can't control. That's the best way I have to tell you. Um, I can pretty much get you there and get you in the back door of sorts. Uh, but once you're in there, you, you're all on your own. What, who are the people that are going in there? Are they elves that are going in there? Or are they the dwarves and, you know, the it, people common on this island? Uh, it's the dwarves, mostly. It, it, the people that were captured and um, did not immediately fall in line. Okay. I try to... Uh, I use my Master of Disguise and try to make myself look more dwarvish. Sounds okay. like some shitty fucking dancing going on at this club. <laughs> they got bunch that of dwarves juice. fucking. It, I just imagine a bunch of like people that look like me rolling around on a dance floor. <laughs> yeah. I think they're pretty good at break dancing, actually. Well, that no, again, just rolling <laughs> around <laughs> on a dance floor. So uh, over the next ten minutes, she lays out the plan for you. There is a route to take through uh, the the main base of the. Protectorate is now located directly in the center of the catacombs underneath the city. And they've been able to clear out different parts of the catacombs to give them routes to places. And uh, they have a pretty defined route to get you under where this nightclub is. But she, she, she says that usually things aren't really starting to pop off until it starts to get closer to dark and um, you'll need to go in and see what is happening, gain, you know, get some intelligence because this is not the only place in the city that this is happening. Um, but this is the one they found a back door into from the catacombs and you will need to try and shut it down while you're there. Figure out the source of what is brainwashing these people and stop it. Do you think it's the music? Well, I don't know. I haven't heard it yet. I mean, if it's good music, so I guess we can captivate people. Mm. Yes. Uh, um, I mean, but if it's something to do with the church, I mean, I, uh, I've i never pulled one of the deities out of anything to prevent compulsion. People usually just do it for me, and it really, really hurts. It sucks. So like, check this out, and I do my <laughs> tentacle eye thing. Did they do anything, like... What were the chants that they were doing? Was it musical or anything? No. That is gross. That that eye is gross. Yeah. Tell me about it, dude. It's uh, and plus, you do not seem so useless anymore, Barry. So, good on you. <laughs> Starting at the ninth level, I have infiltration expertise. Yes. Which allows me to unveiling create identities for yourself. Will it also allow me to create identities for someone else? Does it say that it does? No. Is it for yourself, then it's, it's for, for yourself. Because yeah. I don't think I could pull off like a priest of the one eye, but hmm. he could. <laughs> yeah. he might know that, that is actually pretty true. Uh, uh, so the plan that she's laid out for you, they've given I'll you just have my tentacles dangling. Yeah. My eye, like, <laughs> drooping a little bit past my nostrils and my nose. I'm cool. I got tennies too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Penny provides all of you with a map uh, through the catacombs to get there and you see that it's going to take a few hours to just walk from one place to another in the uh, catacombs because of the circuitous nature of the catacombs it's going to take a while 
So as as we're walking, I would like to fall back or forward to wherever Alba is, and be like, so so bottom of the feathers, what what do you do? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. I'm knitting as we're walking still. Um, um, I have been uh, knitting earmuffs, I think, predominantly uh, since the talk of the nightclub nice. came up. Oh, okay. I figured it was um, our conversation. Like, mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> <laughs> Also that, but, you know, she's very polite. Um, I have a few tricks up these sleeves. And she pats her sleeves and you hear clanking. <laughs> <laughs> huh. And you, dear. I mostly just kill people and eat some faces. Oh, faces. Yes, they, they, they are good for you. <laughs> I would imagine so. Lots of nutrients. Collagen and the like. I've been hearing lots about collagen recently. I sort of push my cheeks up. <laughs> you you are a mysterious little half a person. <laughs> I've heard that before, dear, but you know, a woman never tells her secrets. So, Tap the side of my nose. So at that I, I sort of fall back like I'm still quite suspicious of you, but you seem okay. Like, yeah. Uh, Douglas brings up up. the rear Uh, being a almost seven foot tall tree person it's hard for him to move around in some of the areas of the catacomb so he he's kind of watching the rear Uh, lazy Barry which one of you are going to be in the front I will okay Um, I'll keep an eye out (laughs) (laughs) I've just realized that since (laughs) giving you this magical eye (laughs) the eye puns are going to fucking ratchet up like 60% (laughs) I don't know what you mean so did penny tell us what the entrance was like where where the entrance comes into the club it comes into what they've been able to surmise as the backstage area uh kind of where not into the main room of the club but behind everything basically they uh um, like the offices or like is there a stage with a band and it's like on the backstage as best they can tell i mean these are assumptions by what the scouts have seen um, know the club but they, they didn't get too far in there before they just stopped coming back is it stone wood yeah is it conductive of is electricity it in the catacombs um it is on street level um but uh to get there from the uh, catacombs you're going to be coming up through a access uh that is directly outside of the back door of this place. And the back door is easily breachable. And the last time they had a scout up there uh, was not being watched. So as we are exiting this sewer-like grating. I was going to go do some reconnaissance and see exactly where the entrance is and sneakily like get a head count if we are going to enter the room with um, people in it because I can easily escape if there's like a metal hatch or anything that can come back through. Okay. Um, Before you do that, I just want to say, I think I knew a turtle who lived around here. No. (laughs) (laughs) Donatello? (laughs) More classical, I think. Michelangelo? Or Raphael, one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So I'm going to sneak up to this entrance. Okay. Um, uh, as you get to the hatch that opens what up What is the, the hatch made of? I got a splinter Metal. Okay. out of the door. It's the like hatch. a manhole cover, basically. Okay. Uh, 13 is my stealth up to the... I mean, there's no one really there, but I, like, I don't want to accidentally hit push, it. As you push this manhole cover off of the, the entry, or, you know, the exit from the catacombs, uh, you get it, like, really good, almost to the last inch and a half of scooted over, and then you I knock just into some look boxes as much that as are... I can. Like, I put it up so that I can <laughs> oh, okay. see first. I'm not, like, opening it yet. As you do that... You're kind of looking around, and you you see that there um, there's indeed nobody in this alleyway between buildings, and there's a door in the back of a building that. Am you I familiar assume... with that area of the city? According to the map, you're in uh, kind of a deep section of the merchant district, okay. uh, more towards where all of the goods being shipped in and out of the city come in, like the warehouse district. Okay, seems to be some sort of a abandoned warehouse that they've converted okay uh, but yeah you from uh from your position you can kind of see where the door that you're going to go into is uh you can't see anything you know behind you or very far to the left or right and as you start to come back down and let it back down your fingers kind of slip on it a bit and it slams down and makes a loud noise oh at the last you second. used to be better than that. I'm gonna win I'm clumsy and then sort of move to the front. Perhaps age before beauty, dear. Okay. <laughs> Get it, lady. Is there anyone up there? Shall we proceed? There was um I didn't see anything, but uh you heard that little drop there, yes. so we'll see That's if anyone all right. outside did. I'm gonna pat pat you on the hand and then sort of scrambly scramble nimbly up i would like to exit the grate please and thank you i give her bardic okay. inspiration as Ooh, she delightful this. nice uh, shall i roll which is what a d8 or a d10 now uh i wrote it down they're d10s oh dang so yeah. yeah good for i think just one minute yeah but, uh, whatever get it do a cool skill check yeah. Uh, shall we stealth? Yes. Uh, that's, I believe, a 31. Holy shit! <laughs> Alba is gone. Um, as Alba is scrambling up this, this ladder and opening up the grate, all three of you have to blink for a second because it seems as though she becomes part of the, the, the manhole cover. Like, somehow she slips in or it slips out of it and it covers back up so fast that you can't like you can't even detect it. Uh, Alba, you you get to this back door of this warehouse uh, s completely silently, and as you start to creak open the back door, um, it almost makes a noise, but then you slow down just that perfect. I amount. like whip a little thing of oil out of my uh, my uh, pouch <laughs> and oil the the hinges. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you, you take a quick peek inside and you see that there are two Goliath guards standing just inside the door. Oh, marvelous. Uh, I will um, slip back to the grate and whisper to those down below. We have two Goliaths guarding the back door, but otherwise our route is clear so far. So other than two huge threats, we're pretty much exactly. good. Exactly. 
A, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. You, you guys want to go through a wall? How far away are they from the great? Well, they are precisely this distance. Right? <laughs> How far are uh, they? Ten, I, I'd say about 10 feet from the grate into the door. But I mean, like, you got to come up out of the grate. Are they on this side of feet. the door or the other side of the door? The other side of the door. They're inside the building. Oh, they're inside the building? So we're yes. clear up And what the side is it? Or what, um, what's the door made of? Uh, the door is made of metal. Cool. Okay. Um, I do a thing. Okay. I am Are we going to describe this kind of thing? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I made it metal just for you, Michelle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do Ride the Lightning, and I'm going to move right on through. And then. You're going to ride the lightning right in front of us? Yeah, yeah, that I am. That sounds like more of a personal time thing. Just wait and see, Barry. I'll see you in a second. So, um, what that does is I can move through creatures in space. Um, a creature, they have to take dexterity saving throws, and I'm just going to go through the door and okay. psh, psh, right through them and come yeah, back. Yeah, and the metal can you're gonna go right. Th- you're going to And I'm just going to come return. back so they don't know where we are. It sounds so I'm going invasive. out the hole through We're the door. We're going to switch to the Goliath's perspective. Go ahead and make your rolls. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like to say something while she does this. Once she zaps out, I would like to go to the wall by the door and just post up on yeah, the Yeah, I would too. Okay. Uh, uh, Alba, you're good, but uh, Swifty, make me a stealth check up there. You guys are going um, outside? Oh, well, no, I'm go already outside. outside. I'm going to come right back. Oh, okay. We're yeah. on the street at this point. No, and it makes sense. He's the other rogue, so he'd want to get up there and get in position. Guys. I mean, realistically, uh, we're all stealthy. Rogue time. Okay, so this is going to be a, a fun not, thing. I failed horribly. Uh oh. No, that's a seven, buddy. Yes! <laughs> okay. So I got a 27 on my stealth. Uh, I'm stealthy as shit, so this might actually be something. 19. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Holy shit. Um, I, I, I got to totally make some. I thought that was a one. Oh, yeah. It's a nat one and a 14. So, God, there's a lot of and things they, all happening at once here. Um, yes. They have to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, okay. Yeah, neither. Yeah. Okay, so um, they each take 25 damage. Okay. And I'm out of there. Damn. Boop, boop, boop. So, uh, we're going to, the Goliaths, the, these two Goliaths, they are big, beefy boys. <laughs> they are standing just directly inside of the doorway to either side uh they had been instructed that people keep coming back coming in through this back door luckily because of the powerful so wait suggestion just, magic that they have point of order i got a question i just yes. want to clarify lazy went in the back door and the goliath took 25 damage as a lightning bolt hold on i'm getting there <laughs> i'm getting there um but, but uh, I came back out. That's her. That's what ride the lightning. Was it? Is. Well, was it? Was it the return route? Was it coming back out? Is that where they took the twenty-five damage, or was it? She goes in. Go, Hold on, I will explain. <laughs> Chill. So, but yeah, they had been instructed to watch this door because people keep coming in through this door. They keep getting caught in the suggestion magic, but they're worried that this is a vulnerable place. As they're just kind of standing there listening to the the music from the other room, it's kind of muted, and uh, they're both bobbing their heads, looking at each other, and out of fucking nowhere, electricity crackles at the door and just blasts through, moving to the right immediately through one of the Goliaths, streaking across in front of him to hit the other Goliath and go right directly back out the door. Oh, and I'm going like six, a hundred paces up. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going really fast. Yeah. Uh, have a quick and it, order it, after this. It uh exits back out of the door as Barry and Swifty come out of the the catacombs and take a position next to the door and this lightning bolt zips in front of all oh, you just hear ah! yeah. <laughs> this lightning bolt comes back out of the door and zips in front of the three of you Alba Barry and Swifty and comes to rest about 40 feet down the wall or uh, takes a turn about 40 feet down the wall and zips back towards the three of you, oh, well, four of you, I keep forgetting about Douglas, uh, it comes to a rest standing on the wall next to all of you. So now everybody is lined up on the wall about to go into the door, and both of those Goliaths just got pretty good and fucked up. Welcome, loyal listener, to Inside the Player's Studio with your host and Dungeon Master, Andrew. Hey everybody, it's your DM Andrew. I am joined today by the amazing, fantastic, and infinitely talented (laughs) Kristen Flemons (laughs) from The Broadswords where she plays, uh, oh, I'm going to mess it up again. Uh, That's okay. Yularis? No, you just Yularis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's like you know, I think different regional pronunciations probably. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we had a ton of fun playing with you today. Uh, thank you for joining yeah. us and our dysfunctional family. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed your character, Alba, and just... Alba Featherbottom. I was not expecting Swifty. <laughs> uh, the way he just referred to you from the beginning, the bottom of feathers was just... Mm-hmm. Made me very happy, and I hope that it made everybody else happy. But So I've got some questions here, if you don't mind answering them. Alrighty. Uh, so, what first got you into tabletop gaming, or just podcasting, or podcasting tabletop gaming? <laughs> well, I think that it's podcasting that then got me into gaming, that then got me into podcasting. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know. I um, uh, it was uh, I was listening to the Adventure Zone yes. that got me interested in. Dungeons and Dragons. Same here. And yeah. Um, and I was then part of uh, an online group um, that the other members of the Broadswords also were. And Victoria would every now and then uh, start up a game. And once she invited me to join, so we played a, a Star Wars um, a oh. Edge of Empire game yes. briefly. Yeah. And then a, a D&D game. And then she was like, hey, what if we made a podcast? And then we started doing the podcast. So it's very cyclical, uh, recurring uh, podcasting, begetting gaming, begetting podcasting, begetting yeah. gaming. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, it was 
we, I had a kind of similar path where I started listening to the Adventure Zone and got really into it. And Wes Barry had been trying to get a game together for years, and I started playing on Roll Twenty and loved playing as a player. And then was just like, I want to be a DM. So finally put it together and realized if we don't do this as a podcast, because we had all been getting into the adventure zone at that point. It's like, Mm -hmm. we won't have a reason to keep doing it. Right. Because with D&D groups, people have fallings out or, you know, you can't get games together often enough. And yeah. Well, the greatest boss of all is scheduling. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, too powerful. Oh, I know. It, it, it's so scary, too. It's one of my greatest mm-hmm. fears. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, so many doodle pulls. My God. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you were a ranger in real life, what would your favorite enemy enemy be? What What would you like to have a boost to defeating in life? <laughs> What level ranger am I? Oh, 20, always. Oh, sick. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So, I I mean, now I feel like I should add scheduling onto there (laughs) as a favorite enemy. Uh, Now that we're talking that, that would be so awesome if you could just like bypass scheduling. And uh, um, I was thinking like boredom and procrastination, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was sort of... (laughs) Oh my God! Yes, I would love a, a, a bonus to fighting those. Oh my gosh, it would be so good. Those are yeah. very, um, very tenacious demons, right? Yeah, I think uh, I got the whole serious ADHD brain thing. So the procrastination would be. A dream come true. Yeah, that's why our episodes come out at three o'clock in the morning on Fridays is because I've been up the night before (laughs) getting it all perfectly edited and ready to go. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Now, what kind of animal companion would you have? Mm, All of them? (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. I, my partner and I have been like, wanting to get a dog for so long uh we fostered dogs for a while in seattle and now we're finally at a place um that actually allows dogs so maybe we'll get one soon so i'm really dog obsessed for the moment so i'm thinking and also you know we were just talking about game of thrones yeah so i'm thinking dire wolf oh hell i want i just want the biggest puppy (laughs) just the biggest puppy and you would pet it all the time all, all the, the time, time. Right? yeah. Not like Jon Snow. <laughs> oh, he does not deserve his very big good puppy. That's gonna date this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, he does not deserve that puppy. No, I. Yeah. I definitely understand that. I am a big lover of dogs, and mm-hmm. I want a dog where I can be the little spoon. Right. <laughs> That's how big I want my dog. Uh, uh, Irish Wolfhound. Yeah, yeah. It's about the biggest dog you're going to be able to get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, but on the cat side, uh, Maine Coon, they're like mm-hmm. dog size cats, <laughs> like yeah. large and dog And very fluffy. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> I respect cats a great deal. Um, 
largely for their contempt for yeah. humankind. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I would have one as my animal companion. <laughs> Can't blame you. Uh, so what other uh, TTRPG or just general podcasts do you think that more people need to be listening to? Oh, God, that's such a hard question, actually. When you sent me that list, I looked at that question, and I was like, no, how do we? Because there's so many. Um, yeah. So I figured I would, instead of, like, you know, naming some and not naming others, and I, I was thinking, one of the things that I really like um, when I'm, like, taking a break from listening to uh, TTRPGs all yeah. the time yeah. is things that sort of like spur um, ideas for campaigns and stories. Yeah. So one podcast that I really like is called Saga Thing. And they it's uh, two um, professors who go through retelling the sagas of the Icelanders. Ooh. So it's these like Nordic, like Norse uh, Viking sagas that are bonkers like they make they're so wild they're so like these old stories are so weird and so cool yeah yeah and they're really funny the guys who do it are really funny and it's a great balance between storytelling and sort of history and uh sort of riffing on things i i think it's really a, a fun a fun thing and it sort of gets your head out of because uh, like you know there's sort of familiar lines in in fantasy and and stuff that you kind of get familiar with and yeah. one of the great things about these stories is they're so bizarre and they really <laughs> like a lot of the times you think you understand what's going on and then it does something completely different and you're like yeah oh that's a very different worldview and mindset that this story must have come from. So I really like it for that, for like taking your brain in weird other places. No, I like that. That's, that's, I mean, that's why there's a Lovecraftian tint to mm-hmm. just about everything we do is it's, that's my, my go-to for making things weird because you can go any direction mm-hmm. with that and make it mm-hmm. infinitely non-understandable but still describe yeah. it in a way that just sounds like off-putting enough that it gets that yeah. feeling across yeah, yeah no, i'm have definitely you... gonna have to check that out yeah have you seen uh or read annihilation yes yeah yes. that's oh yeah and, uh... I, uh... in terms of like weird nonsense that semi-lovecraftian but like something else entirely yeah i love the area x stuff oh yeah yeah no that's uh yeah tessa thompson turning into a oh. plant <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah so good such a good movie um yeah and the books are really fun too really weird yeah see that's something i gotta get into um there's a series uh robopocalypse which it sounds like mm. the cheesiest thing ever but it's <laughs> kind of written in that almost world war z style like uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To- tales from the battlefront but it's it's done with more of a narrative through line and it takes the like robot genre to a completely different place cool but um i'm sidetracking myself here yeah, no, well, no, that's, <laughs> i love sidetracks so uh where can people find you and uh is there anything of your your personal projects or otherwise uh, that you want to promote um, so I can be found on Twitter at KFLEM, um, and you can find the broadswords, uh, at the broadswords on basically any social media or the broadswords.com. 
Um, in terms of things we want to promote, I mean, Victoria has been central in organizing um, the new uh, D&D Live events that's going to be happening yeah, in just a couple of weeks in LA, The Descent. So you should, uh, folks should watch that and look for her. That'll be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for that. They're revealing a new uh, storyline. That looks really yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds really great and really like ghosty and creepy, which is perfect yeah. for our oh, our we, sort of uh, sensibility. So we, we did a, our Halloween episode was uh, a spoof on Scooby Doo. And then last year, for <laughs> in Tabletop Gaming Month, we did Spectre Seekers, which was like a Ghost Hunters. Uh, and yeah. this, this year for Women in Tabletop Gaming Month, we're doing uh, This is a Sad House Where Ghosts Live which is a one-page <laughs> RPG where they play as ghosts. We love us some ghosts. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. I want to try that. Oh, yeah. we're uh, gonna, Oh, man. Yeah, we're recording in a couple of weeks. We'll be releasing next month. That's awesome. It's going to be a yeah, lot Yeah, so I think that, that and then um, we're going to be at Gen Con. The Broadswords are going to be at Gen Con, and we're organizing like a few different games that were um, like a live show, but we're also uh, all of the... Uh, the members are running their own games. I'm running two games. Um, nice. And uh, Tracy and I are going to be doing a D&D fitness workshop. Nice. Which should be super silly. That sounds so if you're, very fun. <laughs> it's going to be really silly. So if you want to, uh, if you're going to be at Gen Con, folks should uh, check those things out. For sure. Yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much for joining us today and playing with us. And uh, who knows in the future, might, we might be able to get you back on again as Alba. Yeah. And, if you uh, ever need the services of Alba Featherbottom. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, once again, thank you and bye, everybody. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Greetings, interstellar travelers from Point Zero Star, a sci-fi RPG adventure with five humble Canadians as your hosts. Follow the crew of the Mary Shelley, Vinyl Flyway, Kays, Nix Nedra, and the daring captain rust duckers they're just trying to earn some thread and stay under the radar but things haven't worked out that way so far look for point zero star on itunes or wherever you receive podcast transmissions podcasting is uh, becoming pretty ubiquitous and there are a lot of services out there that offer podcast hosting which is probably the most important part of podcasting because if you don't have your podcast uh, hosted somewhere nobody's ever going to hear it <laughs> and we went through a few different podcasting hosts at the beginning of our show and wow we had pretty good experiences with all of them we found that shortwave is the best fit for our show shortwave is a podcast hosting syndication analytics and dynamic content stitching platform built on the belief that professional level podcasting tools should be available to everyone not just professionals. And as we are sponsored by Shortwave, uh, you can go ahead and go over to their website, www.goshortwave.com, to start your free 14-day trial of hosting on Shortwave, which includes show and 
episode level listener analytics, embeddable episode players, unlimited upload and download bandwidth, and two free hours of dynamic content stitching that helps you build your episodes from multiple clips all in your browser. Again, you can go to www.goshortwave.com for a free 14-day trial of everything that Shortwave has to offer. Shortwave, the platform for adaptive podcasting. Welcome to Queer Dungeoneers. This is an unbearable experience. If someone was listening to this, they would say, this is pure silliness. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a really big cow. Moo. It is Baramos of the Fourth Circle. Free me from this orb. Do you have Baramos in your bag? No. You can tell me if you've got Baramos in your bag. No, I've got rations. You've got Baramos in your bag. No, I don't. Nim, what have you done? Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. Get it now! I am great and nothing can hurt me. Hey everybody, it's your DM Andrew. I'm here to tell you about a new sponsor that we have, LibrisArcana.com. They are a dice service that does monthly subscription boxes with dice in them. Every month you subscribe to them and you get a new set of dice. Their dice are amazingly designed and some of the prettiest dice we've seen. We were very lucky to secure a sponsorship with them. So what they'll be doing for us is if you go on Libris Arcana and subscribe to their monthly dice service, uh, you can get 20% off your first month subscription by using the code BEHOLDER at checkout. Once again, get on there, get your first month subscription, and you'll get 20% off with the code Beholder. Put it in at checkout and you'll be good to go. I'm going to give you guys about 10 to 20 seconds in game before these Goliaths come out of the door. Uh, roll initiative. For okay. Me. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Abel. no. I was going to no, say, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as uh, um, the lightning attacks start happening, like, oh, okay. Well, the best offense is a good de- defense is the best offense, so I would probably start shooting, but... Shit's about to pop let's off. Let's do it. <laughs> We're not really good at restraint. Yeah, I will be back. So I, uh, I chose this personality trait that is uh, having a, a um, parable or a aphorism, a proverb for everything. So I have this list of 600 ridiculous, <laughs> like, proverbs in oh, front of wow. me i was wondering where you're pulling those <laughs> yeah. awesome. and so oh many of God. them make no sense so if i start yeah. making saying things that don't make any sense it says see i had a i had I a character i was playing intensely. in a different campaign where one of the traits was i misquote proverbs mm. and i was i was horrible mm. at it and i'm listening to your proverbs and i'm like Fuck. <laughs> She's How good. is she doing this? An ill wind that <laughs> blows no one is any good. It's an ill wind that blows no one any good. I don't know what that means, but... What did you take for your magical item? I took a, the boots of... The boots of remembering what they are. One sec. Nope. The boots of remembering. <laughs> I don't remember that. Boots of Weird. striding and springing <laughs> so I can jump real far. Oh. Got the and then I just took a a, a, a a crossbow, like a plus crossbow. Uh, initiatives. Um, we will start with Swifty. I was at 15. 15, Albert? 22. Tw- oh, damn. Yeah. I have plus 10 to my initiative. 
It's insane. 18. 18 for me. That's so nice. Hell yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm at 20. Sorry. Barry? I always forget mm, the pluses. Eight. <laughs> nine. Sorry, that's a oh. nine. So, uh, Alba, you are up first. Um, you would assume that you would have, you know, at least a turn to either get ready or go charge the door. The the Goliaths inside. Well, I think have I would like to yet. peek around the door and, presuming that they do not see me, uh, have my very nifty hand crossbows pop out of my sleeves and pew pew. Okay. Um, I'm going to say with you guys are still currently kind of in stealth. You've got a a surprise round here. Um, Yeah. As you, as you peek in the door, you see these two Goliaths on either side of the door uh, are starting to recover from being electrocuted. They're kind of, both of them are about halfway down on one knee and picking themselves back up. So, uh, yeah, make me, I guess, two attack Yeah, rolls? and so if we're uh, all sneaky, is this an advantage? Yes. Awesome. Uh, so the first one, what's my... Did you give everybody bardic quest? No, just her. Yeah. Fuck you guys. That's a 21 <laughs> to hit on the first one? Oh, definitely. All right. Let's do this. This is sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Um, so that's 10 damage just for the crossbow and then sneak attack. 10, 16, 17, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 27. So 37 damage on the first crossbow Jeez. bolt. Okay. <laughs> and then... A total of 62 on the first one oh. with all the damage he's taken. Jeez, uh, yeah. Like with what Lazy did as well. And he's still standing? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay. Well, the second... And the other one? Uh, I think I'm going to direct the second bolt at the other uh, Goliath. No, never mind. I'll stick okay. with the the other the same one. Um, seventeen plus eight, would... so twenty five. So I'm assuming that also hits. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's ten more damage. Oh, definitely. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you you pop just slightly in the door and let loose two rapid fire uh, hand crossbow bolts into the Goliath. I'd say on the right, he's the easiest one to get to when the door opens. Uh, and these two crossbow bolts go through both of his eye sockets. Ooh, yeah. And he just f- slumps down on the ground motionless. <laughs> a, a thick, dark pool of blood <laughs> coming out from his face. Did you just off both of them? I think just one of them. No, just the one guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm assuming you kind of just move yeah, back just in position, or are you going to move Tuck back around them? the corner. Okay. Uh, Swifty, it's your turn. I'm going to hold till the end. Oh, damn. Okay. Lazy, you get another one. Okay, so it's just the one that I know of, or? Yeah, there's just one left in there uh, to the immediate left of the door. Okay. Um... Well, I step in with my quarterstaff and just, like, wail. 
Well, no. Like cry? Cry no, out? No, no, no. Uh, like hit hard. <laughs> Words. Wail. I, yeah. Not wail well, on them. Um, <laughs> yeah, wail on oh. Thank you. I gotcha. I need those. Uh, I'm just making sure that we got everybody on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all audio medium. They don't see it in those hand motions. I know. <laughs> uh, 20, uh, some. That's a hit. 23. Okay. 20's a hit. Okay. And then I'm going to do it like three more times. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a hit too. 23. Is he dead yet? I just did 23 with my regular attack. Not yet. Okay, so I'm going to hit him again with the bonus action. He looks really bad after you hit him the first time. Like, you know when you hit, like, a piece of fruit with something and it gets all bruised and gushy? That's what his face does. Uh, I got nine. Is he dead? Almost. All right. <laughs> one, one more. One more last one. One more again. Yeah. Oh, now no. he's... he's uh, He's starting, like, after you hit him the second time. Uh, the 17 hit. He starts to, like, mumble. 17 does not hit. Okay. Well, I missed that one. Can I use my extra hand and just punch him? Slap did him. you use Flurry of Blows? I did. Don't you have one more? You have one that you've always had. Unarmed attack ability. after that? Yeah. You always have the extra ar- unarmed attack. You your extra arm. Uh, 23. Yep. And nine. So your second attack left him mumbling. Your last attack, you just kind of punch him directly in the sternum and he coughs up a bit of blood and collapses. And then I just walk through the door past the dead bodies behind me. Just <laughs> move on. Like they weren't <laughs> even there in the first place. I, I so would now like, you, uh, the like five of you have so successfully infiltrated. I want to look inside and see the dead bodies and look back at Douglas be like, Douglas, you might be overkill. <laughs> you stay here and protect the bird person. Uh, Douglas nods and uh, rustles his leaves in such a way that suggests, go stealth, watch go st- the door. Go stealth mode. Thanks for rooting for us, bud. Be the tree. <laughs> so, yeah, Douglas posts up outside the back door. But now we're going to leave you here. <laughs> The four of you have successfully infiltrated the back of this club. Uh, as you do, you hear a muted thumping. So wait, hold the fuck on. What music. do we hear if it's muted? Uh, okay, you hear a muffled <laughs> thumping music coming from the next room. You see that down towards the far right end of this corridor uh, that the back door opens into is a dead end where they have a bunch of what looks like mechanical equipment set up. Oh, not this way, guys. And then on the other end of the hallway, there is a door that is open and you can see flashing lights kind of coming in from. Uh, As the four of you get closer to this open door, the, the music gets louder and more rhythmic and entrancing and as you move up to this definitely putting on my earmuffs perfect okay uh as you move up to the door and uh alba i'm I'm guessing you probably are taking point at this point um 
taking front. <laughs> That's appropriate. Yeah. I'm just being an asshole. Okay. <laughs> I got a weird look. I'm just being Second an asshole. Second guess myself. <laughs> yeah, sure. I can do that. I mean, okay. I'll be right up there right. with you. Yeah. Can I ask you? <laughs> I like seeing the silhouette of the door from the other side in the room where everybody's dancing, and there's just like these two heads just kind of boop around mm-hmm. the corner. Um, Wait, they can. It's a clear door. They can. It's open. So yeah. if anybody was to be looking over there, well, I'm uh, gonna luckily, try to stealth a little. Oh, that's fine. No, yeah. as the two of you kind of peek around the door, you see what you see is. Something unlike anything you've ever seen. It is a wide open space. Uh, At one end of the room, there seems to be some sort of stage set up with a man that is instantly recognizable playing a long brass twisted instrument uh it's a saxophone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and behind him you see a full band but they're playing this odd rhythmic pumping almost electronic sounding music and the man who is playing the saxophone uh lazy you would immediately recognize him as william walter the most famous bard in all the land Barry doesn't like William Walter. <laughs> so we probably. Oh. I'm back with Barry, right? Yes. Hold on. Uh, you also see that they are playing for a crowd of what looks like seven to eight hundred people that are all filling up this space, and they are dancing wildly and uncontrollably. And this music, like the wildlings. Yes. <laughs> as 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 this music starts to kind of infect your mind i'm gonna need both of you to make a wisdom saving throw uh alba you will have advantage with your head head, headphones your earmuffs as they do barry and swifty uh, you i want to have a conversation before we start going anywhere you're kind of standing back from them waiting for the all clear uh, i start to bob my head to the music i rolled a 20 23 (laughs) You're fine now, but yeah. I rolled a five. Uh, Lacey, yeah, you you start grooving along. Like, you are feeling this beat. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get him now, it's Bobsled time. But we'll, we'll cut to Swifty and Barry real quick, let you guys play out a scene there. So I, w- I would like to look at Barry and be like, Barry! I, I gaze upon Swifty. Did you listen to Penny? What are we doing here? Uh, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we're supposed to we're supposed to free. They're under some kind of hypnotized spell, which I can only assume is uh, some spell I didn't take because I was looking at my uh, guide dancing so, or whatever. So we stop them from being hypnotized, and we destroy yeah. everything. Yeah, the first, like I said, step one is be an elf. I'm still wearing my elf face, and I point at it, and I say, see? Yeah, you got it, dude. <laughs> We're good. So, Lazy, uh, I'm you, half elf. you've lost yourself self to the rhythm. Can I? I can, um, I'm assuming that I'm noticing her doing this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very obvious, because she is, uh, as she started to bob her head, she immediately 
Oh, and I'm a great dancer. To walk into the Can room. I quickly try and stuff some extra wool in her ears? I do have counter charm. I don't know what the fuck that does. Yes, but it's yes. On my uh, make I'll me a uh, okay. Uh, make me a deck saving throw, and then if that's successful, I'll have lazy make me another okay. system save. With it, so advantage. it's a, a saving throw or a check? Throw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saving throw. Um, I like the Hold idea on, of you hey. like in a pinch trying Point to get of up order. There. What's up? I have counter charm. Cool, cool. Give it a minute. You guys are talking. Other things are happening. <laughs> the adults are talking. <laughs> Um, it sounds like they're just 28. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you slip up behind Lazy as she's grooving Slap along and get these pieces of lit or uh, of cotton into her ears. Lazy, go ahead and with advantage. Well, that was 19. Oh, that's not bad. And that was 21. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you still kind of feel the pull of the music but now it's not intoxicating you like it sounds good but you don't feel yourself being pulled into this crowd anymore uh barry and Swifties, do i recognize that i was walking forward without like oh yeah you're like you're right up behind the people that are dancing they are paying no mind to you though i start backing up like dancing backing up <laughs> moonwalk <laughs> are you gonna moonwalk out of there yeah, I am. <laughs> here's here's what's gonna happen, guys. But yeah, Barry, you and Swifty kind of step up and now see I what go, is happening. Hey, Swifty, I'm gonna need both of you to make wisdom saving throws. Hey, follow my lead as I help him with counter charm. Follow my moves, and you have advantage on any effects that cause charming. So it's wisdom saves. Eighteen. You have advantage, mind you. <laughs> We're going with the first one at ten. Uh, Barry, you you don't feel the the pull. Like you can see exactly what's I know happening. Exactly here. what's going on. You see William Walter up there, and uh, you're you're actually um, your weird eye doesn't see anymore, but you get this weird feeling from it that you can actually kind of see what is coming out of his saxophone and it's it's wisping phantasmal tentacles into everybody's minds and you see one of these tentacles whip itself around well i know irresistible dance when i see it yeah that is exactly what's going on you see one of these tentacles whip itself around swifty's head and swifty um swifty does something that no one on this planet has ever seen before and starts to boogie his dragonborn tail back and forth. Tell me who's making that music. It's William Walter. Yeah, I mean, like, tell me that that's the what's causing the control because I don't see No, that. I'm I'm actually... So, no, here's what's about to you go down. That. Is Barry starts busting out into a moon dance, moonwalk all the way up the stage. He's fucking throwing on the best dance moves and it's not because he was magically told to do so he does it to the best of his capability i feel like alba and i would think that you are possessed if you start dancing and don't tell us what you're doing oh uh alba and actually barry you wait for a minute 
before you make that move. I'm gonna get because you already just did counter charm. I'm gonna give everybody else a chance. Well, that was before we even walked in the room. Was no, I, I get it. But uh, uh, Swifty has gotten about into the back furthest back row of these people, and he is just dancing in time with them. Alba and uh, Lazy, you guys see this happening. What do you do? Oh dear, do we have a plan? A failure to plan is know. to plan for failure. <laughs> well, really, you didn't know what you were getting into till you got in here, so it was always going to be a last-minute plan. Do you think both of them are charmed right now? <sighs> oh, yeah, Barry's moonwalking well, that's into the crowd. <laughs> no, that's why I'm going to say, watch out, guys, I got this. And I'm going to moonwalk okay. with a performance skill of uh, 25. I'm going to moonwalk to the front <laughs> of the stage. You do the smoothest moonwalk in the history of mankind. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. And then I'm going to cast Suggestion on uh, William Walter. Can you tell us that you're not possessed so that we don't... I so told you I okay. got this. Uh, Watch out. I got this, guy. He's dancing completely differently than anybody else in okay. this room. Yeah. So it's I'm going to try to follow him up there, and okay. I'm going to do it like I'm going to dance, but I'm also... Because I'm a djinn, I get advantage on... Um, doing stealth checks in crowds. Oh, Fair nice. Warning. Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, and then freed, Alba, are you are you going to follow along, kind of get deeper into yeah, this crowd? Yeah, I'll follow along uh, with her and sort of be So we're just going to leave the loud one then. All right. <laughs> 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 Which one of us are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Swifty's now worked his way about halfway into the crowd away from you guys, and he looks like he's having the most fun he's ever had in his life. Like, he's dancing with uh, three dwarf men and uh, they're all just grinding up on each other. Music does have charms to soothe the savage beast. No, but with my 25 performance, How I'm going to work my way onto the stage. You get yourself within 10 feet of the stage. Onto the stage. I don't stop until I get onto the stage. So it might take me another minute, but for the rest of that minute, I'm working <laughs> onto the stage. Yeah, you rolled good enough. I'll give it to you. Yeah. So I get onto the stage and then I cast Suggestion on William Walter to give me a saxophone. Okay. Isn't it Wallace? Wallace. Walter. William Walter. Yeah. Like the waltz? Okay. Like I got the, it. Like I, the music thing? Wallace, William Wallace is what kind of inspired it too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like the music. But thing. my bond since before I even started this campaign. Okay, do you think? What do I have to do? <laughs> We're getting short on time here. We don't need save. to go in the history of William Walter and Barry. That is a. Uh, what's your wisdom modifier? Uh, it's a spell save of eighteen. No, I mean, what's your your actual wisdom modifier? My wisdom modifier is yeah, a your plus, plus two. Plus two. That's a sixteen. Well, it still fails. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to know what to oh, add to it. I, got I was you. using your I own understand. wisdom modifier. Yeah. I understand. Okay. So, yeah. so he hands me a saxophone. <laughs> okay. And then I start, and now I'm going to do another performance check with my saxophone to try to guide the band into my uh, performance. I'm taking over this dance party. Oh, shit. All right. Um, hold on. That's an 18 plus 13. As so you're 31 on that performance. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. as you're you're taking control of the saxophone and start to uh, play the first couple notes of of your song, Lazy and Alba, you are able to get up on stage behind him. 
Mm. Um, are you guys going to do anything? Are you just going to watch what and see what happens? Oh, I'm not trying to get on the stage. I'm trying to stay like in the front. My, I want to be near. Like you want to be right in the front no, row? No, okay. I'm like, no, I'll be in the front, like in the audience okay. and blend in there. But okay. I don't want to be on the stage simply because. Ready to make a move? Yeah, I'm okay. just ready. I'm, yeah, I think I'm just sort of trying to find an advantageous position from which to act. But I definitely want to stay in the shadows and stay stealthed. Okay, perfect. Uh, Barry, as you are giving the saxophone... Pre- uh, it's a saxophone pre- now. A s- <laughs> because I'm making it sax. <laughs> I wish we could get the rights to Careless Whisper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you give the saxophone performance of a lifetime for these people and are able to you as you're as you're playing the saxophone you realize that the magic that is keeping these people in line is coming from the saxophone itself it's enchanted and as you're trying to change the flow of this music you realize that it's pushing back into you i'm gonna need you to make a wisdom save at disadvantage well first of all dude i'm still having counter charm still is in effect and i'm giving everybody else that can hear my saxophone no i understand i understand but this is also a cursed item (laughs) oh that's fair (laughs) well we'll just go with that on i fail (laughs) uh so uh, you you feel your own music kind of taking a hold of yourself but luckily you lace just the right kind of incantation into it with this uh melody you were laying down and Everyone stops dancing and you I mean, stop seriously, playing the saxophone. The devil you're, went down to Georgia and I fucking took him, man. <laughs> you're, but you're, you're as as the music f- or the the spell fully takes effect. Everybody just stops dancing at once. Swifty, you come back to yourself with like these three dwarven men rubbing up on you, and all three of them look at you like, "Who the fuck? What the fuck? Where are we?" And I disembowel them. Oh God! Why, Jesus, dude? Jesus, no, damn! These are civilians. <laughs> I do not like being mind controlled or finding myself in this switch situation. It's just your natural reaction. So yeah, claws out into two of them, and then teeth into the third. We'll deal with that in a second. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Can't bring him anywhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Alba and Lazy, you from your you know your positions towards the front, um, you see the man that was originally playing this saxophone, William Walter, uh, who he was kind of coming up behind Barry, but as Barry just let loose this amazing song, uh, he stepped back and waited, and now he looks to be very confused on where he is, and everyone surrounding you is. Um, but suddenly there is there was still a band behind him and you see that it's four men that are cleanly shaven super bald everywhere that you can see uh they all stand up from behind their instruments the drummer uh his drumsticks does he only have one arm no (laughs) he drops the drumsticks and pulls out two uh batons with blades on either side okay. of it. Okay, it was like marching band uh, or the Tomfos? <laughs> the uh, the upright bassist uh, grabs his bass and just kind of picks it up over his head and 
looks like he's going to swing down with it like a club. Uh, the uh, there are two wind in, other wind instrument players, and they start bringing out ammunition and loading it into their their flutes. <laughs> um, Literal battle and of I'm the bands. Need everybody, uh, I'm gonna let you guys all take a, a turn before they do because we're running low on time, and I don't want to waste time with initiative. Um, so we will start with. I'm gonna start with Alba. Say so you'd be the first one to notice this. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Start taking out the band because the charm stopped and they're getting ready to attack. So I didn't like that music anyway. Um, All who right. looks the most dangerous to me? Uh, the the big boy with the bass. All right, big boy. <laughs> it looks like a pretty big cudgel. The bigger they are, cudgel, the harder cudgel. they fall. 23. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, what were you using? Uh, my first hand crossbow. Nice. So that. So yeah, that definitely is. All right. Hits. So that is uh, five plus eight is thirteen, and then sneak attack. Eleven, twenty-two. So thirteen plus twenty-two, thirty-five points of crossbow bolt pointy damage. As your crossbow bolt enters the direct center of this guy's forehead, uh, the back of his head just kind of comes apart in pieces. And he, as he goes down, his uh, giant bass, stand-up bass cudgel comes down on the two wind instrument players. <laughs> uh, and they both seem to be crushed under its weight. But as they're crushed, they are kind of turned to the side and they let loose with their their blow guns which uh enter the the bolts of which enter into the neck of the drummer looking guy and uh he goes down immediately can i use my bonus action to shoot one of the flautists they're all oh, they're dead. all dead okay <laughs> everybody's dead <laughs> It's kind of a Rube, Rube Goldberg right. of death. Wonderful, there. a musical Rube Goldberg uh, <laughs> of death. And uh, William Walter looks around at all of you and looks very confused and says, uh, Barry, is that you? What the fuck is going on here? That's a wrap, people.